Hey, podcast listeners. My name is Troy Weidman, and I'd like to welcome you to Discover the Leader Within, a Reaching Higher podcast. Excited to share that going forward, our audio podcast will be shorter snippets of our YouTube podcast, thus allowing you to easily fit us into your busy day. Part one of our interview with Chris Kleba, you discovered how someone in their 20s can become an entrepreneur and CEO. Now, in part two of our interview with Chris, discover actually how ego can detract our own learning and also negatively impact others' ability to grow and learn. Let's not waste any time. Let's dive into part two of our interview with Chris. So one of the pushbacks that we get, because they hear about one of our key values being vulnerability Mm -hmm. and having to build trust philosophically, the same mindset. And we get pushback that, you know, these are just soft skills. This is doesn't really matter. You know, there's lots of skeptics out there. And when you consider about everything that's being provided, it seems to be everything but that, yeah. where people aren't getting real. Why are you passionate that what we teach and what your companies are about actually is leadership? What would you say to the skeptics? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and honestly, I had my own skepticism growing up, even being as close to everything as I was. But again, I think you you see the years tick off your life. You start to check boxes of things you thought would bring you skills mm-hmm. or make you happy or make you just step into this character that would live away, think away, do something. So once you've actually experienced the things that people think will do it or the things you think will, will make those connections for you, you're left with the real truth, which is what we're talking about, the skills and themes, discipline, choices, accountability where you get enough around enough people that live this way. And again, you realize it's not a style. And when I was living in a way where Mm -hmm. I thought it was optional or style, I did not have the results. And only on the other side of this whole journey, do I realize, you know, I was a one out of 10 where I thought I should have been on discipline and accountability. And you have to live that way for so long at such a high level to really get the results. And once you understand that, there's no other option than being passionate about this stuff. So you look at enough people who have the happiness, have the success, have the results and the lifestyle you want, yeah. and I haven't met one that doesn't put this at the core of their existence and their being throughout their whole life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's interesting because as a retired basketball coach, I always found it interesting. We as coaches would go to seminars. We would go to these off things, and it would always be, well, what offense you run? Are we running man-to-man? Are we, are, we, you know, are we running motion? It was all about the system or what I would equate to the hard skills. Yeah. People have won national championships with all of them. Mm-hmm. It's about your commitment. It's about those soft skills yeah. that get you there. And uh, another saying that I've heard someone say that's very profound to me is in regards to hard skills get you in the door, they get you hired, but it's the soft skills that get you fired or on the opposite side that takes you to your dreams. Mm-hmm. So I think we're saying the, you know, it's funny how we're saying the same thing. So, um, Chris, you're a lifelong learner. You know, you're, you're, you're someone who's constantly into books. You're constantly learning. Talk mm-hmm. about, um, I guess... I'm going to go off kilt a little bit. Talk about right now. What are you learning Yeah, over the last month yeah. or so? You know what's so funny? This just came to me when you were saying that last question is, you know, we spend so much time and kind of the hot buzzword right now is like we, we say talk about your why so much. Mm. But the reason why I love these skills, it gives you a how to do anything you want to 
hard skills are often very individualized or specific, I find, but these skills have translated to every area of my life to the tune of why would I consider doing an MMA fight? Because I'm better at that process of learning and performing over a period of time now because I have that framework. I could apply it to an MMA fight. I could apply it to anything I want. So I'm passionate about things that teach you how to do things and then doing them and practicing them and they expand. Like John Maxwell says, I'm such a better learner now than I was because my capacity to get knowledge and put it into play, practicing that has expanded over time. So I find that I'm so good at learning now that even things like golf lessons are so fun because I have the framework and the systems of how to go through everything you're going to go through Mm. as you learn or as you acquire knowledge or skills. So I think anything around that quality of presence, skill acquisition, how to live at a high quality of life that incorporates all these things, I'm just so attracted to because if you put the demand on that learning, I find it so easy. Mm. And um, yeah, that's another point I'd, I guess I'd really like to drive home is when you put that demand for knowledge in your life, it's fun to learn. It's fun to read because you get better at reading something or discovering something and then putting it into action quickly. Mm. That's a skill you develop. So I can read something or ask a question, have something and get that knowledge or go seek it. I'm better at getting the knowledge. I'm better at putting it into play. So whatever I'm passionate about, I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly learning. But the core of it is just that I am reading, that I am learning, that I am putting stuff into yep. practice. Less about what it is, more about the fact that I'm just keeping that engine revving, uh, keep practicing the skills of knowledge acquisition and then putting it into practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris, I want to go back. You talked about, uh, you mentioned your dad. You mentioned the impact that uh, he had on you growing mm-hmm. up, surrounding the people that you did. So with that, um, I want to kind of flip that. Because you've been into our classrooms, and uh, they're not always fortunate mm-hmm. to have a dad that that's pouring into them. Yeah. So, and I have a feeling that's one of the reasons why you're so passionate yes. about reaching higher because we're kind of there filling that gap to a certain degree and throwing maybe that switch on in regards to that. But can someone that doesn't, let's say, have that structure and that framework growing up, can they have that success? Yeah. And the way, the way I think about this, you know, is no matter what circumstance you start with, it's really about where you want to be, what you see for yourself, the vision you feel, and then your distance from that or your ability to maybe climb that mountain that Mm. might give you the biggest handicap or feeling of fright or insecurity going into something. But, you know, even though I was born with a dad who gave me that stability, I, you know, I want a lot, I am a son. So I want a lot of stuff. I have lofty goals. I think so highly of myself, his expectations of me, like I had a long, long way to go and a lot of skills to learn that just having some support or some cushion do not get you. And like I said, one of my biggest gifts or realizations was I, I had inherently a lot of skills and learned a lot of skills through him that allowed me to get a, a lot of things or be a certain person that I thought would make things click. I thought that I'd be happy. I thought I'd be present. I thought I'd have all the things I want. I thought I could go get it myself or go build. But unfortunately I wanted a lot of things and they were lofty. And I had to replace that with the skills, the discipline, getting into these things and taking the same journey as anyone else who wants anything. And as you go in that journey, you start to realize that, you know, the Kobe Bryant's, the Michael Jordan's, Ed Milet, Andy Frisella, all my heroes and mentors, they all had those same exact struggles. Nothing came easy to them. They weren't more talented in these areas. They had to practice and acquire these skills. So I think the other benefit is I had a dad who understood the reality of things that 
me having this life for you isn't going to provide you anything. You got to go get these skills. So I'm going to give you the skills. That's what we do. We're problem solvers. We're critical thinkers. Mm-hmm. You know, we, that's what we do in our gift is we can help process these skills for other people and develop other people. So I think it was a really interesting place to start, but you know, it doesn't mean you're happy. doesn't mean you have what you want. doesn't mean you have the life you want. You're accountable and disciplined to all those things. So I still wasn't happy just because I had these things. It just gave me the ability to get deeper and have some stability to go discover myself and work on my presence, work on quality of life, work on happiness. So um, comes with some pros, comes with some cons. And some of that stuff I think I learned later in life than I would have had I had maybe some some harsher, some more issues in the upbringing, honestly, because I had to go get this when I hit that wall of realizing time's ticking off or whatever, you know, I had, I had to create that myself. And a lot of people, life might give them that earlier where they say, wow, uh, it it uncovers everything they see behind the curtain. I had to kind of create that artificially by, by my life, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That's powerful. That's really powerful. So I want to put you back in your leadership's role in, in your CEO role. And I believe a lot of people or a lot of businesses don't invest in the soft skills because it's not as easy to measure Mm -hmm. as it is maybe spreadsheets and right financials and all of the, so we can invest more resources, but it doesn't produce what the soft skills produce. So talk about that a little bit. Um, as, as someone who I know invests in personal leadership development and, and how do you measure or how do you handle that? Yeah. Well, those are the hard questions, but here's, here's what we do know now. Here's my um, like district leader, multi-unit leader level yeah. interview is basically, if I sit with you, do I think my life is going to be better if I'm around you? Because that's the only thing that works and the only thing that's going to get engagement and motivation out of people over the course of time is, is my life going to get better because I'm around you? So that means, are you growing and expanding and changing your own life? And are you good enough at it and passionate and present enough with it that you can listen and empathize Mm -hmm. with me and teach me how to do it myself? That's the backbone of making anything happen in business of any type of industry. So that's the goal. Um, Why and how to measure and all that, we we still struggle with ourselves. But we know that that's the only way to make movement, especially at scale, is you have to have multiple people living their message and multiple people around them catching their vision all the time. And that vision and message has to be your time here is going to make you a better person if you want it and put in the work and are willing to go through the discomfort with us. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's profound. So, um, I know you're a sponge. I know you're always reading books. Um, so tell me, tell me what books you're reading right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really into a philosopher called Ram Dass. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very much into, like I've said a a couple of times here, the, the, the quality of presence, kind of how I put my life now is my number one objective is to, protect the space and have the discipline to execute, to put myself in the best possible place for quality of presence, quality of life now. So I'm very passionate about getting people the development skills to get stability, get some financial security, get some traction with their family or personal emotional life that will at least give them some stability because only then can you really start to get deeper in the things you thought were going to make you happy and explore this stuff and get deeper into yourself and your individual journey of what's going to make you happy. So I think now that I have those skills to you know, feel abundant, feel like I can create, feel like I'm secure, feel like I have all these things, I've now been able to get a lot deeper in what is this about, what's going to make me happy, what's going to sustain me past money, past time, mm-hmm. you know, how do I get more connected to my community, that's the stuff I'm very passionate about now, but um, hard to explain that because that can only come paired with that intensity and discipline of that 
personal growth bucket. You can't you can't really skip here. They kind of they're synergistic and mutual, but you got to develop both, I think. And uh, yeah. but right now, I'm really working on that presence, you know, quality of life bucket. Yeah, one of the things I should to you earlier in our conversation before we started the podcast, you can't give what you don't have. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I appreciate about you is that you're starting your company with yourself. It starts with Chris mm-hmm. and it starts with even acknowledging it's a mess in there sometimes. And I need to, yeah. I need to move into that. Yeah. And isn't that the best way? I mean, if we really want to connect and help someone be better, it's by sharing us. That's it. By sharing our story. Mm-hmm. And um, and then telling someone where we're trying to go. That's right. So I think we, you know, I have a real problem with the fact that I think we consume success in terms of ease. Like we we want to get successful, then we want to make it look like it was easy, or we just consume someone's success by how how much we think it was easy for them. It's so strange. And I think one of the most powerful parts, like we were talking about before we jumped on, was when I was really able to step into that vulnerability, I finally became authentic because I was willing to do something about it and then speak to the journey I'd have and all the frustrations and all the struggle that comes with it because that's, you know, that's really where the magic is, is how constant the struggle is, how uncomfortable it is for even people you perceive it being high level or talented or gifted in certain areas. That struggle is in real time. They just know how to manage it and they have a good relationship with it and they have tools, tricks, and tactics to get them through and sustain and I think that's at the, the backbone of it all. Yeah. So you touched on something really profound, in my opinion, and it's not talked about nearly enough. And I would like to hear your thoughts on it in regards to how ego gets in the way. Yeah. How ego not only gets in the way of our growth, but think about what you just shared in the sense that the reality is all the struggle is what's made us. All yep. the failure is what's made us. But for some reason, like you said, we like to give the impression that I got it together. Yeah. And that's not helping anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, just like we were talking about earlier again, because I'm so passionate about this theme, it's, it's, I think there's a, there's an attack on anxiety, discomfort, uncomfortability, and this is how it's showing itself. We know that the second you want anything, immediately or soon you're going to hit that wall of those things but now we're telling you that that's not natural or other people don't have it so it damages their relationship with those key things in their lives the discomfort that i try to lean into every day it damages their relationship with that and it makes them have an adversarial relationship with other people because they don't think they had it or they think they got lucky or they don't think they have the same anxiety so if i didn't have that anxiety i would have what you have too when they don't understand they have what they have because they went through it and they had skills to go through it, the discipline, the discomfort, the choices. So I think that's that's what cut through cuts through it is that theme, you know. Yeah, and I think about social media today. Yeah. It is the antithesis of yeah. that. It's the total opposite yeah. of that, where on the outside it looks great. What's wrong with me? Yep. Because I have all these feelings, I have all these right. battles, those types of things, and we and, and I have these failures. I can't so no one sees right. that true picture. Yeah. And that's just so impactful. So we're just we're probably finishing up our podcast right now, but tell me what what book what book would you recommend out of all of our audience? They've kind of been through Reaching Higher. Most of them are alumni that listen. What book would you recommend yeah, to our audience? I'd say a good one that really kind of hits, you know, a little bit of the personal business, that whole 
life expansion world is the power of one more by Ed Milet because it puts so much on the emphasis of you having accountability to show up in a present way first before you even undertake this journey or how to how to understand that that internal thermostat of who you are how you see yourself the thinking mind like you said the the ego how to kind of move the needle on all that as you're also building the skills and getting the acquisition of this other knowledge um if you're getting and adapting to this other knowledge without moving your internal identity or your self-talk, it will it's just an adaptation. It will never last long term. So as you're doing this and elevating yourself and going through this personal growth journey, if you're not also raising your, your view of yourself and kind of getting out of your thinking mind a little bit, it's going to be a long struggle. So I think that book really addresses the the emotions you're going to go through as an entrepreneur. And that's why I really love Ed Milet and Andy Frisella because they talk about managing that separation you create because society functions at such a low level. The second you do anything, you're going to create massive separation. Now you have to manage that separation. And, um, there's a lot of emotions that come with that. A lot of, it's, it's a mental, mental hard game to do that and manage that. And I think that book really, really hits on that topic along with the personal growth and development. And at the core of each person, we're all entrepreneurs. Yeah. We all really work for ourselves, whether yeah. we get our paycheck from someone else or not. So, yeah, the CEO of your happiness, of your baby, of your relationship, or whatever it is. Yep. So, yep. so it's so applicable to everyone. Mm-hmm. And Chris, I just want to thank you uh, for being on our podcast today. I think there are so many golden nuggets that everyone got out of here. And I want to leave you with this because uh, you said it is that you're a thermostat, you're not a thermometer. And there's a big difference, and there's a big difference with leaders with that, is a thermostat sets the temperature in the room, right? Up or down in moving it, and that's who you are. I'm always more inspired by our conversations together where a thermometer just tells the temperature in the room. exactly. And there's a big big difference there. So um, uh, I just appreciate you. Um, Thank you for being on our podcast today, and um, yeah. Thank you, Troy. And I said, if I could leave everyone with something, it's that, again, this is, it's not a style. It's not an option, really. Unfortunately, if you want something or, you know, want to get after something and take some ownership and accountability over that, it's all about, these are the tools that are going to get you there. They're going to bridge the gaps. They're going to tell you what's really happening. So if you are sick and tired of having what you have, or feel like there's a dream for more for yourself, just go on that personal leadership, personal development journey. You got to start leading yourself and the quality of life and presence that comes from that journey is unlike nothing I've experienced. And here at, I've I've been a student of it my whole life. And at 31, I'm finally learning to lead myself, to work with myself, to be happy, to be present. And it's all built on that tenacious, relentless effort to just expand and grow and spend time around people like yourself and have these conversations and all the things that are in reaching higher. Yeah. And you can't lead anyone else until you lead yourself first. It all starts with you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Troy. That's it for today's podcast. It's my hope from this conversation with Chris, you become more resolved to lean into discomfort, knowing that on the other side lies that success that you so desire. Thanks again to the Michigan Institute of Athletics and Reaching Higher mentor James Gray for producing this podcast. Reaching Higher would not exist without our volunteer mentors and business partners and advocates. If you're interested in joining our cause to impact the future and world through personal leadership development, please go to partner with us on our website. Minimally, if you are encouraged by this podcast, please help us and help someone by sharing, liking, and giving us a positive review. 
If you're a graduate, boy, we would love to hear from you and learn more about your story of reaching higher or topics you may want to hear on the podcast. Also, if you feel like you're not quite reaching your potential, remember, we are reaching higher. We can help as we now have adult and youth programs. You can connect with us by going to our website at www.reachinghigherinc.org. Again, that's www.reachinghigherinc.org. And there you can check out how Reaching Higher can help you discover the leader within you.